everybody to another fun-filled episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Hoppyhead Productions. I'm your host, Sean. Danny, I think I could have bought a boat with all the rage we had this last week. I think we just, we caught up. We, I think we finally caught up to California on rain. Did you uh, get a rain, uh, rainbow to signify God <laughs> promised that he would not murder everyone on Earth again <laughs> the flood? I didn't see it. <laughs> and then and then and then have the senators to get canceled because rainbows are gay. <laughs> oh. oh, you can't cancel the rainbow. Not man-made. Unless you have a hose and you're just perfectly shining it and <laughs> oh. misting in the sun. I did come across a couple videos on the interwebs of people questioning what's in the water causing rainbows what is the government putting in our waters to make the water the, the, yes to make the water gay yes awesome that is amazing <laughs> they're like trying to sound like you know the way the new norm is when people make stupid points and like well i'm just asking questions i'm just asking questions and it's like and sometimes you got to do more than ask questions sometimes maybe just like i don't know find answers read a book because Reading rainbow? <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. That was perfect. <laughs> and it fucking woke. I woke. But uh but yeah, people like ask stupid ass questions. I'm just asking questions. Okay, well, here's the reason why the water makes rainbows. And it's like, well, it wasn't like that before. And it's like, dude, it was, but you weren't fucking hyper aware of rainbows and super sensitive to them. Just like Rage Against the Machine has always been fucking political against the government mm. of any types and potentially and pretty much against white people but you just now noticed it yes. star trek has always been woke yeah. they had the first on-screen interracial kiss hey oh fucking woke man so i came across well i was like killing time waiting for the download updates on my computer when i should have been uh, talking to you it's okay. I uh, I literally signed on like literally like ten seconds. I was like, he's not on okay. here, and then you were like, boop. Nice. Yes. You could have made me feel. You could have been like, dude, I got here right at two o'clock. Where were you, fucker? I mean, I'd rather bust your balls on something else besides being late to the podcast. <laughs> Valid point. But um, I don't. I can't, I can't, I can't really I... throw that stone. <laughs> no, no, you can't. There's been quite a few times. You know, we take turns. This week it just happened to be my turn, which should have been your turn. Yeah, I took that away from you. I'm okay with that. But yeah, I came across a, a sponsored clip for a brand new podcast. It's one episode in. Mm -hmm. It's um by the couple guys from the Offspring called um, "Time to Relax with the Offspring." Is the name of the podcast? <laughs> no name, and, uh, name dropping, huh? Yes, sponsors. But their first guest, their first guest is uh, Fletcher, nice. the guitarist from Pennywise. Yeah, which he is one of the reasons why I want to go to the punk rock museum. Gotcha. Because at their uh, they serve food and drinks there, mm -hmm. and one of the beverages they serve is his signature cocktail. Nice. Because this says that like when he's especially when he's at festival shows, he's walking around carrying this. So if you go there and you order the Fletcher, what they do is they pull out a little like a basket, mm -hmm. put you know the paper in it, open a can of Pringles, dump you know lay out the Pringles in the basket, mm -hmm. 
and then make a rum a coke inside the Pringles can. What? Isn't that gonna leak water? Like leak or leak no. all the liquid out? I, if you if you if you fucking drink it like a baby, maybe, but <laughs> it is kind of foil. It is like you're you know hermetically sealed a little bit to like you gotta eat a whole can of oh it's a probably it's probably like the little can right? No. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, so you got to drink a, you got to eat a whole large ass can of Pringles and drink a large ass can of Pringles worth of rum and coke. <laughs> I guess we know what you're drinking when we get there. And so he, yeah, I saw a thing and he was talking with, um, no, he, uh, Fat Mike did an interview on another podcast and mm-hmm. he was talking about that. About how he's like, yeah, you know, you'd see Flesher walking around at like um, the Warp Tour carrying a fucking Pringles can and everyone's like, dude, fucking Fletcher loves. Potato chips. <laughs> like, nah, man. He's just getting drunk off his ass. And like, and he's also a fucking big man. He's like, so it didn't look. It's like Andre the Giant holding like a normal, yeah, ounce beer can. It looked like oh, nothing in his hand. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. So yeah, so um, we got to try the Fletcher rum and coke. Gotcha. Okay. Well, You're you, gonna try and you can try that. You can try that. Yeah. I'm gonna have some. I will try it. We can share the Pringles. We can eat them like Lady and the Tramp. Mm-hmm. Let's swing our arms around. What happens if Vegas stays on the podcast? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we'll live stream it on Instagram for you. <laughs> have you ever seen a clip? There's this lady. She comes on and she's like, I'm kind of crying. And she's like, I thought. Doggy style was eating spaghetti on a date with someone, and then you get the same noodle, and then you eat it together, and then you kiss. <laughs> you people are fucking disgusting. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but uh, oh, speaking of trying drink, Sean. Yes. What are you drinking, Sean? In your no glass mafia ways. Yes, the no glass mafia ways. So I am drinking the beer I always get when we do a random dog walk to Tonewood, the brewery by my house. So um, sometimes we'll walk Mabel the dog, and uh, we've uh, started to walk over there to go have like a beer or two, and then walk back because it's a good, it's like a good length for her to walk and hang out, and we get we can get her more socialized a little bit. So, um, how was how was she? Uh, how does she do around other uh, four legged friends? Uh she's not. Uh, she's definitely a lot better, but she is still not. She does not want to be friends with other four legged animals. <laughs> so, but she does a lot better job of uh, not being so aggressive about it. So, and reacting to barking. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So she's definitely less reactive. So depends on like some dogs like for whatever reason she gets like worked up with but definitely a lot better. Um, so it's not my favorite brewery. I just the flavors just don't hit for me. Um, but it is the best brewery within walking distance of your house. Yes, <laughs> it is the best brewery within walking distance of my house. So uh, the first time I, the first time I was there after a long while, I uh, came across this um ipa and it's um it's it's pretty good it's uh it's pretty easy drinking uh, i think it's this is like my go-to drink when i go there because the menu doesn't really seem to have too many different changes um 
as we go there they do a lot more they do a lot more like loggers and like um different like belgium style like a couple belgium style beelers and a couple little other things and um, they have a lot of IPAs, so there's no sours or anything like that. So I have to kind of find something. Um, so this is the Mono Citra IPA. And so this is basically, um, this IPA just has, is only hopped with Citra. So Citra is a more citrusy hop. So that's part of the reason why I like going to the, like, this beer, uh, because I think a lot more IPAs are more focused on citrus flavors are easier to drink, um, especially since my palate is not IPA related anymore. <laughs> so it is a pretty clean IPA. Um, you have to you do have to like citra hops because um, it is the only hop and it is very citra forward. So you do get a lot of citrus notes, um, but I think it's a, a very easy IPA to drink if you are looking for a more calm um, IPA you want to challenge yourself with. Right. And um, as you were like, talking, saying the name of the beer and stuff, I'm like, oh, that sounds like a beer that's only brewed with citra. <laughs> yes. It's, yep. it's, it's not very creatively named, but definitely very descriptive named yes pretty much um it definitely has got that ipa kind of um skunk to it that may scare those that do not like ipas away um so that's one thing to watch out for but if you're definitely looking for just a more easy drinking ipa it's it is more, I feel like it's got like that IPA bitterness um still to it. It's it's still it's still there, but it's definitely not as crazy as you would think with, you know, other IPAs, especially like West Coast IPAs and stuff like that. So, um definitely give this one a go if that's up your alley. Um if if you're looking for something a little bit more flavorful than lagers while you're there, this is probably but you don't want something too crazy. This would probably be the the one for you. So. Yeah, exactly. Only only assholes drink lagers. <laughs> so, Danny, what are you drinking, bud? Please. I'm drinking from a collaboration from Unsung Brewing and the de now defunct Anaheim Brewing. Mm -hmm. Agents of Anaheim, a Vienna lager. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you don't. Come on, I wouldn't have that. You don't disappoint, on, I sir. I wouldn't have wasted a setup like that if I was not drinking a lager. <laughs> I mean, it's it's dark. Definitely, yeah, it's got that nice malty brown. It's like borderline brown ale brown. I mean, I just when I was pouring it into the glass, I could just smell the bready maltiness of yeah. it. Oh man, I'm kind of disappointed in myself. I might have to go back to the brewery and get more of this. This is so good because I sent, I bought a four pack and I kept two for myself and I sent. Uh, a couple of them through the power of magic, but not breaking any federal laws or anything <laughs> to uh, a friend in uh, Idaho, Meridian, Idaho, which I was thinking today of Meridian, Idaho, that if I was uh, to run for mayor, mm -hmm. my uh, my campaign would be wrapped around the fact that I was be I would 
uh, assemble a task force mm-hmm. to search for the uh, matrix of power <laughs> so the city can open it up and then we could become the prime meridian and lead the Autobots against the, in the battle against the Decepticons. <laughs> oh. <laughs> geography, geography nerd jokes. Uh-huh. Oh boy. Autobots, roll Man. out. Transform and roll out. They see me rolling. They hate it. Uh, so I had my uh, members brunch at Solaris. And when I got there, I was like kind of asking people, I'm like, hey, um, where do you want us to put the beer, the bottle, the beer we brought for the bottle share? And they're like, uh, bottle share? What the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like, no, they said something in the, like, the email about a bottle share. Like, we did that before, last time for the brunch. And they're like, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. And so, um, we got it so many, I don't know, it's like a couple people that were there, like, well, I guess we're not doing the bottle share. So they went to this other brewery because there are also members there that's literally within walking distance because they're in the same little yeah. complex. Yeah. Um, And it was like basically right after left, the two owners were like, all right, everybody, if you brought bottles for the bottle share, we're just going to open it up and do it in here because – Last time they had a couple ice chests, people throw their bottles in, and then they um, like had us go to the back area mm-hmm. so they can open up the brewery to the public. Yeah. But, you know, people had finished up. Like the brunch last time was more kind of like a buffet style, all you can eat. Yeah. And this one was like they just they served you food. Yeah. And they did something I'd never seen before. And I know I'm white, but I've seen – I've had Mexican food from different uh, areas, <laughs> regions of the country of Mexico. Yeah. But they did something I'd never seen, which was they took the tortillas and they dipped it in beans before they threw it on the plate. Interesting. Which it's like, well, I guess we're not eating those like tacos. <laughs> like, right there. Nope. Nope. Um, but the bottle share, man, they pulled out one beer. They're like, yeah, we had this beer that ha- it's supposed to co- hasn't come come out yet. It's a collaboration we did with um, Horace Aged Ales. Yeah. Like a barrel aged brown ale, and they today they just posted on their Instagram that it's supposed to come out come out in August now. Gotcha. I guess people were asking about it because people were posting <laughs> about it on Instagram and stuff. Like, hey, we weren't at the bottle share. You fucking missed out, dicks, fuckers. So, but then the other thing is, um, like it was wrapping up, and someone's like, "Oh man, have you tried the Norwegian farmhouse ale that they brought? That was like literally like made in a farm in a barn in Norway." <laughs> and it was like fermented at like 105 degrees so it like fermented like rapidly oh wow like instant and i'm like no i have not and i'm looking and i'm like well why don't i see the bottle and i'm like oh it's on the table behind you in the pepsi max bottle that's weird <laughs> i was like fucking pour me some I, and so basically like i posted about it on reddit and some guys like Couple guys gave me the um actually business, which I'm actually I'm kind of glad they were because, like I said, it was pretty much near the end of the bottle share, and mm-hmm. I was very very fuzzy on all the details. I like I knew it was a Scandinavian country, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I know it wasn't Finland or Sweden. Was it Switzerland? Maybe Norway? Uh, shit, one of those countries. Yeah. Um, and so someone like basically broke down like the whole like. All the info about the beer, the guy that actually brought like the guy that brought it was actually on Reddit. Oh and nice. Commented <laughs> on my post, like, yeah, I'm the one that brought it. I gave it to, you know, Skylar, the you know, the one of the owners, and he's like, Yeah, I got it from this place and that and I'm like, dude, I was like, Yeah, my point the point of my post wasn't to like 
you know, knock the beer. I'm like, it was very delicious. My point was just the fact that, A, um, there's not very many places where someone will come up with, like, a, a random liquid in a different <laughs> unsealed container and be like, hey, do you want to try this beer? I'm like, why is it in a Pepsi bottle? Don't worry about it. Just try it. Mm. But at a bottle share, everyone's like, there's like, everyone pulls out their glass. Yes. No questions asked, right? Yes. And then I was like, and uh, the other one was because uh, I was hoping to, the other reason I posted it was because I was hoping maybe someone could get some details about this shit because yeah. I couldn't remember any. <laughs> no. That's too far and gone. Then, <laughs> yeah. Somebody, cause somebody else was like, yeah, I know who brought this. And, you know, you both of them tried to direct me to a uh, Facebook sour ale group. Got you. And I, I, like, I got messaged by an Instagram guy trying to sell me hard alcohol. I was like, nah, bro. Nah. You're the liquor man. I guess so. Apparently, I need to post more pictures of what I look like because I keep getting uh, messaged from brand new, hot on the scene anime apparel companies that looking for models to wear our, our clothes and put the, post them on social media. And I'm like... <laughs> I mean, you, you've seen what I look like, right? Like, you, you don't want to scare people away. We're, or if... <laughs> we're advertising. We need you because you're the you're the type of personnel we're looking for. Yes. You have the body type of our standard customers. <laughs> look fatty. <laughs> I, if, you, if you didn't bathe so often, you would probably fit it right in as our standard, you know, target <laughs> demographic. Can you just wear this shirt for like a, a couple weeks straight without washing it or bathing and then take pictures of it? Maybe. <laughs> you want to see the, the stink lines like pig pen from uh, the Peanuts gang. <laughs> uh... Oh, man. But yeah, dude, bottle shares are amazing. The only bad part about it was um, I think that's my kryptonite when it comes to beer is mm -hmm. not how much I drink. It's how much of what I drink. Does that make sense? Like drinking yeah. too many random beers. Yeah, because I was feeling a little a little shitsy when I got home. Yeah, like, a little little migraine. Yes, you're like time for a nap. Yeah, took some Excedrin, threw up a little bit, took a nap, felt amazing when I woke up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you damn pukers! When you uh, I didn't like you know just a little. Well, when you mix when you're mixing like sour ales with barrel aged stouts with. Uh. That sounds terrible. Cast man. cast brown ales with, bro, never crossed streams. <laughs> Dude, I crossed all the streams. And then went back and forth. I was like fucking Frogger. <laughs> oh, I was mocking the stream, and then I got hit by a car at the end. It was uh, not bueno. No, it's never good. It's never That's good, what... sir. That's why I'm glad I, you know, my wife will go with me and babysit me as long as I feed her. <laughs> they have breakfast for you, babe. It's all good. Yes. It's all good. The nice thing about the brunch was they did have the all-you-can-eat uh, Mexican pastries. Oh, nice. So, stocked up on some of those during the bottle share so I can like, at least have something to absorb it a little bit, but... Yeah. <laughs> but you uh also went to a brewery i did so we um we did like a little hike last sunday at um out in columbus jersey um at one of the it was like a community park so we went through there and it was just kind of like i was like 
You know what we haven't done in a while? We haven't been to Spellbound. I'm like, let's fucking go to Spellbound. So we oh, ended up... Um, I thought you were going to say... I thought you were going to say, you know what we haven't done for a while? Visit cities that remind us of Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> if only there was a Toledo, New Jersey, your life would be complete. <laughs> I'm in Cleveland, New Jersey. <laughs> um so we saw so we so after we went we went and got lunch at some place but it's not worth mentioning because it was it was just very meh um so and we ended up at spellbound and um we were having a couple we we were having a couple beers so um she had the mango pale ale and i was having the peach ipa um it was really good i i it tastes different than what I remember. I think it's a different name, beer name. Um, so, but they have a uh, like twenty beers on tap, all sorts of all sorts of different um, different flavors. But the uh, like I said, like I look for certain things <laughs> to drink. So I went with the peach because I thought it would be good, and I I did like it. It was very easy easy drinking and then we played some board games so we were playing they have like a at spellbound over in the back corner they have like two big cabinets just a board game so we played we we're paying playing uh candyland and we made up a rule that if you pulled green you had to go backwards to that green spot so that added a little complexity to the game <laughs> and then we played a game i don't know if i don't know if you've played this you may have because you're much more uh in savvy about it but did you play bears versus babies no i have not played that but i have seen it gotcha so it is a pretty fun game so we we uh we pulled that one and we played it um it's pretty fun so basically like the premise of the game is you have to build a there's three colors and they represent land sea and air and you have to basically build like a bear army um, with it to, to, you know, tackle these different piles. And then uh, you build monsters, but and the bears are like special um, monsters that you could use. So there's like different rules and to like that you could do to like mess with each other and stuff. Um, and there's certain cards to do it. So base, but basically you build like you know, uh, a bear, like a monster army that attacks. And then like during one of your phases, you attack like one of the piles of babies and then all the babies are worth different points. And at the end of the game, whoever has the most points wins. So it was a pretty fun game. It was easy to learn. There's definitely a lot of good sabotaging and you got to really be mindful of what you're playing on the board to try to think ahead. So it was, uh, it was pretty good. And um, you have to go through all the cards for the game to end so um obviously the more players you have um it it goes by quicker but the nice thing that i liked about the game is like it said like when you pull cards if you only have two people playing you pull four cards like you do four actions uh, versus right. where if you have like four people playing you only get like two actions so it helps like speed up the game to where it doesn't feel like it takes too long like it was still like it was still it took like the game was like fun. It did take a little bit of time, but it it was it wasn't like a bad like it took long enough because we were just like hanging out drinking beer. So it was like it was uh it was uh 
enjoyable at least um we did we did get to uh hang out with the brewery cat so spellbound has a uh, brewery cat that hangs out and what's kind of cool is um there's a door that goes out to the brewery and in the wall next to it there's like a little um like a hole cut out with like a pvc pipe like a six inch pvc pipe or something like that like a pretty big one and the cat could go in and out whenever it wants in and out of the brewery to the tap room to the tasting room nice to kind of hang out get some pets so yeah i need, I need my ears scratched and i don't feel like doing it myself that's too much work i'm gonna go, yeah. I'm gonna go for some of the, the hairless cats yeah it was pretty funny because uh the cat would come in and like show off and like rub against bar stools and then it would just like walk fuck off and walk away and be gone for like five minutes and then it would come back in and go what's up everybody i'm back <laughs> I, I know you all want to pet me <laughs> but i don't want i'm just i'm just teasing you exactly so it was a good time i do like Spellbound has some pretty good stuff um and they got a pretty good atmosphere um they got and then they have some good outdoor seating but it was like raining that sunday it's been raining like non-stop out here so like and there's been some good thunderstorms out here so we uh we couldn't sit outside but i like i like the uh i like the brewery it's got a it's um it's a it's a pretty brewery so definitely worth stopping by if you do try to do like a um if you're trying to do like a brewery tour out here in southern new jersey so yeah yeah especially if you love kitty cats Kitty cat go meow meow meow. I yeah I don't know what happened to the cat at uh Forgotten Boardwalk. Maybe the cat got too old. Went went to the farm. Because they used to have it a cat to the... too. Yeah. Or maybe it just became antisocial, as Andrex says in their song. Maybe. Or I think Cherry Hill is a bunch of fucking dickheads because you know it's a rich white area so. It's like the um, we the can't have fun over here. To, like the person, like it was like I can't remember what city it was, but there was like a elected official tried to fuck with a cat that was in a library, mm -hmm. and people were out like basically use that as the rallying cry to get yeah. that dude elected out of office. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man! So, you know, in my efforts to entertain myself at work by doing anything other than you know work hey man that's just corporate america for you i uh i found a couple of different uh cell phone games hey oh so one of them is called lumber inc mm -hmm. and basically this is a um endless grinding game yes like you're building uh sawmills and so you start off with like different, there's like the two different level, like the first set you, you build is like people taking the bark off the trees and then you cut them into like the squares. And then the next one is they cut them into the, the slats. And then finally the ones you unlock by paying for them, like different amounts of money is the people that sand the wood smooth. Yep. And then you buy a new uh, sawmill and start the process over again. Yeah. To, and so on and so on. And then like every so often they'll release an update releasing a new sawmill. Yep. And then meanwhile, you're also trying to build these houses, which I don't know in this village, which I don't know what that has to do with anything for <laughs> sure, but that's a thing. And then they have three looping special events. 
where like um is it really like special different... uh, yeah at this point now it's not that special but you get rewards and stuff for your regular mine it usually goes like <laughs> a little over two days and it's like so it'll end like this like the last one ended this morning at like 10 o'clock in the morning and the next one will start at three o'clock tomorrow morning oh, okay gotcha but then there's like you know the avatars so that people can see your like when you're playing people can see who you are and they have you have like the little avatar picture mm-hmm. of all the different like um managers because you have to un- like that's where the trick gets you is there's the gotcha system of pulling these different managers gotcha and of course you know like the the first ones are super easy so you'll have them like super high levels and then you'll only have like one or even none of like the ones down at the bottom where you're making the real money yeah because they multi because more managers you get they also multiply so like when you have like you get one manager it, it increases the output of that machine by three mm. and then so some of them need like they start off slow and then you can do a, a first upgrade of speed and then a second upgrade but you need more manager levels yeah but this game is been crazy in the fact that um it has its own subreddit oh of people God. fucking whining about it <laughs> yeah because it's like that. like the, the event will start and it's like these people already have like you know an insane amount of money, like, within, like, an hour of it. Wow. And people were like, how do they do it? And then they're like... Um, Real well, money! It's either, it's either a bot, like, it's either someone's cheating, and if they're cheating, just fucking report them, and they'll get taken off. But if they're not cheating, then yes, they've spent real money on the game. Lots yes. and lots of real money. There's a term called a whale. Look at the fuck up. <laughs> because they don't have, like, the standard remove ads option. Mm-hmm. You know, for like, they have like the VIP membership. Heyo. But it's, and it's 20 bucks. And it basically, you know, you get like a bunch of different currencies and you get definitely ads because playing the game with ads does suck. Yeah. But, so I paid. I paid. I'm I'm kind of the whale, I guess. I paid for it, but I've been playing the shit out of this game too much. Like, if you thought paying $20 in a game makes you a whale, you are an innocent child, my friend. An no, no, innocent it makes child. me. It makes it makes me a whale. It's like, <laughs> like I found E. H. Taylor bourbon for um a little bit above retail. Yeah, but I also know, but I also know people that will go stand in line for like a few hours, hoping to get it for like two hundred dollars, versus like the <laughs> eighty less than I think I paid eighty dollars for it, yeah. but it should retail closer to like fifty. Yeah, I bought... but again, I did not have to wait wait in line. Yeah, I bought my first like hundred dollar bourbon, dude. I just can't get the flavor profiles, man. It makes me so upset. <laughs> like I did, uh, my friend, my uh, a guy I work I work with uh, is a huge. He's not bourbon snob, but he definitely like that's his his drink, and so I started doing. So I followed his like recommendation. So like I put some water in my glass and you know dumped it out and then put it in the freezer so there'd be like crystals and i drank it cold i still don't get it man i want to i want to be part of the team but i just can't get there i just i'm trying um, i'm trying i don't know if you remember like you might have been a little too young but like they're featured prominently in the movie of Mallrats. those pictures where it was like a mosaic but if you stared at it the right way you could like see another picture yeah i know what you're talking about (laughs) 
I could never get those fuckers to work. And I wanted to be part of the cool kids. I was like Ethan Supley, man, where he's like, everyone's walking by and they're like, they'll stop for like a second. It's like, oh, it's a boat. And then the one kid at the end, finally, like the last, the way they wrapped it up was like the kid comes up and he's like, oh, it's a schooner. He's like, hi, you idiot. It's a sailboat. And the guy looks at the kid, looks at him, he's like, what are you talking about, you idiot? A schooner is a sailboat. <laughs> but I was like, Ethan Supley just fucking like, getting ready to like go full homer ain't mode and just smash all the pictures yeah yeah it's kind of funny too because i actually so there's some um fuck it uh on instagram i've actually followed somebody that i i uh i really like it's called uh bruzel b-r-e-w-z-l-e and he drinks like he he is definitely in the whiskey bourbon area but he makes some really great videos and he will drink whatever like basically recommendations he gets from like reddit and or in discord and um from his channel messages and stuff and his son like has done made some made him some drinks on like what's like the cutting edge drinks at college world and stuff like that he's really funny to got, watch you got, got the rage out the rage out blackout gallon or whatever the blackout rage gallon <laughs> it's like yeah I, I think he did like he did i think he tried that one but there was some other ones but he did list like the supposedly like one of the best bourbons in nevada so that's why like i'm gonna try to get this bottle when we go if if we do uh make it to the uh promised land of uh las vegas viva las vegas yes that's why we have to go to bottle shop because i want to try to get like the best you know quote unquote the best bourbon of nevada okay I mean, I'm not gonna fight you on that one. It's like, no, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sit in the hotel room and twiddle my thumbs and watch um, <laughs> videos on how to play roulette. Will you go do that? <laughs> Have fun. Uh... Um. Yeah, I recently came across a dude. He, I heard about him. He did an interview on the Whiskey News podcast, but he's basically like does videos on YouTube um, of. Uh, in beginner um cigars which is another world i want to get into <laughs> we're just not meant like, for the high class man no <laughs> um dreamer cigars this is like youtube channel yeah but yeah he's supposed to be like how to like explain it to you and stuff and so i mean i i'll smoke a cigar here and there and i'll enjoy it but you know they always talk it's like well if you have any questions, just go to your cigar shop, man. They'll be happy to help you. And then I go there and I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I don't really smoke cigars often. I'm just looking for, and they're like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck to tell you, man. Get the fuck out of here. Just pick something, dude. Yeah, just pick something, dude. Yeah. Like, it's like, like, I was, I was told you were going to help me. <laughs> Maybe that other guy has a unicorn or something. Cause, uh, not the norm. So. Yeah, everyone else treats me like the Santa Claus in um, the Christmas story. Yeah, I have started to learn a lot about bourbon though, and the different what bourbons are based off of this, like what barrel proof is versus other things. So, oh yeah, I have definitely learned um, some different things about the bourbon world. Oh yeah, through I know this the terms journey. like the mash bills, yeah. what sour mash is versus a clean mash, yeah. what bottled and bond means. Yes. The different types of whiskeys in different countries. I just but, can't yeah. get into it. But I, I will say, though, I could definitely tell, like, certain one how, you know, certain ones taste really good in, like, your 
whiskey sours and uh, old fashions and stuff with a little bit of support to help cut that edge, the firewater edge. <laughs> yes. I could definitely yes, tell like some of them like, wow, this is real fucking good. And you know, obviously the bourbon is the, uh, really shines in it. So. Yeah. Because other than that, we both go full Ralph Wiggum. <laughs> My mouth tastes like burning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think drinking it cold is definitely easier than drinking it neat. So I would love to be, I can't, I can't do it neat. I don't know. I just, I don't, I, I wasn't built, I wasn't built that way. <laughs> and then I, I saw another tip that takes way too much uh, foresight and planning for either of us to yeah. uh, properly do uh-huh. is um, you're like you pour it into the glass yeah, and you let it sit a minute for each year it was aged before you start drinking it. It's supposed Challenge. to like help, like what we what what if we do it next week on the show? We both have bourbon. Let's fucking do it. Well, because then I'll fucking troll you, Sean, and pull out my twenty six year old single barrel Scott. <laughs> I'll fucking put a timer on this, and we will interrupt wherever we're at on the show and fucking <laughs> drink your twenty six year old birthday. I don't give a fuck. This is the science we're talking about. This is for the this good of man. Day. Because all science gosh, is gosh, good gosh, for gosh. man, right? Yes. Well, unless you're um, building a janky submarine that even PlayStation called janky. <laughs> Did you see that? No. Yeah, because everyone's like, it's controlled by a PlayStation controller. It's all the media. Yeah. And PlayStation came out and it's like, that is not a PlayStation controller. That thing is jankier than the sub that people went down in. <laughs> Somebody in the PR department got fired that day. <laughs> or got a raise. I don't know which or one. Got a raise, probably yeah. the first one. <laughs> because, yeah, because it was the Logitech, standard Logitech controller that's been out forever that you can get for like 25 bucks at GameStop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was the best uh, response by PlayStation was like, I like how nobody yeah, cares about that sub anymore. Now that the, everybody knows that they're definitely dead, nobody fucking cares. I haven't seen one fucking news article or anything. Nobody, or no, and everybody at work stopped talking about it. <laughs> well, that's the way the media works. Yeah, you know, once once the story like is either gone on too long because they know people have short ass attention spans. Because even like out here. There'll be like wildfires and they're like, oh my God, the fire is destroying everything. And then it's like, it's 75% contained. And then it's like, all right, it's boring now. Fuck it. Fire. And they're like, so is the fire out? And it's like, oh no, no, it's just contained. But they're still up there. Like the same number of fire crews. They're still fighting it and stuff, but the submarine. <laughs> oh man. But um, the other game I started playing and I think this one right here, Sean, mm-hmm. this is an airplane hero that's good we need airplane hero games because this game right here like you can play in airplane mode and you need to because even like you know again taking one for the team for the podcast i'm like i don't want to do this but fuck it even buying the 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 ad removal is like four bucks for no ads yeah they still fucking pop up like their ads. Oh, for a limited time only, buy this. For a limited time only, buy it. And it's like in the middle of like a mission. So basically, <laughs> like it's um, the, the premise is like you're in California and you're trying to like 
uh, retake the rest of the country. California is the only part of the country left standing. And so I love you that. Know, it's two... ironic, but I love it. <laughs> yes. I mean, I guess they needed a coastal city. I guess Florida. I mean, I would have picked Florida maybe, but. Too many old people. They probably got killed. Right. They can't but, even um... take a punch. No, they can't. <laughs> they can't even. They can't even beat up a a high school kid without having to shoot him. <laughs> um. But uh, so basically, the premise is like, you go, you get there's regular money and gold. Yeah. And you use the gold to like level up, but also build weapons. So it's like a. What are those called? Like the turret defense games. Yeah. So you have a gun, and then you can set up different mounted weapons, and there's, like, regular guns that are, like, mounted guns. There's, like, Tesla coils for some goddamn reason, and there's, like, mounted flamethrowers. Nice. Um, and so, like, as you kill the enemies, you gain level, you gain experience to, and level up, and then you also get, which gives you access to better weapons. So there's, like, so far I've had a pistol, a shotgun, and now a like assault rifle. Yeah. And then you can level that up um, with the, go- the coins, but then you can also build the turrets and stuff and then level them up and so basically like the enemies come in waves and there's different enemies um but like i said even even with the the no ads like one of the ones they like there's a daily special and it's like only for so many hours does this ad this special available you can upgrade and get this weapon and this and that or or the other one is like it's a 15 dollars a month Mm. they're super duper no ad special where you get like no ads but you get like Every week you get an, some of the cash and some of the gold. Gotcha. But the missions take a few minutes, and you get to, like, run around and shoot things and build. Mm-hmm. It's like a mindless game, like I said. Perfect. This is perfect perfect for setting on an airplane. If you want something to, like, do that's mindless and not thinking. Maybe when you're listening to a podcast or something. Do you have to – uh, is there player versus player? Nope. It's oh. all player versus computer. Nice, nice. Yes, yes. Fight for America. But yeah, if you're when you when you come out in Vegas, you can download that and try it out because it is kind of fun. Yeah, and I it feel feels like, like, it, like missions like a couple minutes. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, feel I feel like, like mobile games are in a weird spot. Like, because a lot of people want to buy a game, but obviously, like they want money because like they can't, they, you know, they need to put food on the table for their people. So right. It's it's so weird. I don't know. Like it's just I don't know. It's weird. And maybe like the kids don't have as much of a problem buying cell phone games cuz they've always had them, but for us mm-hmm. they're new and it was like, "Oh, you're you're going to spend money on a cell phone game." And it's like You mean the little worm game that goes around and you yeah. know like Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're legit games on there now like Yeah. You know, they have actual Super Mario Brother games and Need for Speeds and shit like that. So, but also I'm a cheap bastard and I don't even pay full price for uh, <laughs> games on my consoles. Why would I pay full price for games on my uh, phone? Exactly. Like, fuck that shit. I think I yeah, did like see this we... one. I was wondering about it. But now now that uh, you said it's uh, only PVE, I might have to give it a look. Yeah. It's... It's a fun game. It's just the the ad pop-ups are annoying because even like you'll clear a wave, there'll be like four waves per level or whatever, mm-hmm. and you'll clear a wave, and then the the thing will pop up. Buy this thing. Buy your ad. Buy your special. Buy your this. It's like, dude, I paid to get rid of the ads. It's like these aren't ads. These are uh, 
notifications yes. of things that are on sale <laughs> <laughs> that you can purchase with your own money. Exactly. Oh man, so as I I got an email, Sean, from Netflix saying, "Hey, I know we're taking away the thing that you love the most, DVDs, because you're an old man, yeah. but we got some exciting new things for you." <laughs> and then you sent me a trailer for one of the things that was in the email. Oh yes, I uh, I just saw this as a preview. Um, I didn't know if it even came out yet or was out, but this is. Um, I've only watched the trailer. It's, Did you see anything beyond the trailer? I just saw the trailer and the email that said it's coming soon, but I didn't. I don't remember the exact date that it was coming. Yes, yes, dude, super pumped. I'm actually kind of interested in in watching this one, but it's called Muscles and Mayhem, an unauthorized story of American gladiators. So the old show that was like way back in the 90s, you know, full of roid rage and everything else. So this is a documentary and they actually have the old gladiators on there that talk about like the experience, how they were treated and like all this other stuff. Dude, whoa, fucking, I guess what? I guess we shouldn't be surprised, but I think it's just such an old show that everybody just kind of forgot about it and then doesn't really think about it. But like the amount of like, you know, sex, drugs and rock and roll that actually partaked like offset set is outrageous for this. Like, uh, well, did you watch it much when you were a kid? Cause I know you're I, like, I see, I saw like, I saw a little bit of it, but like, I didn't like, like follow it or anything like i've seen like i've seen like a little i've seen it but i haven't seen it like and i only saw it as a kid and i remember like them fucking each other up but i didn't watch like every episode yeah that was a show as a boy i watched the shit out of this and they were fucking rock stars yeah like you know like like all of them were treated like the uh hulkamania basically Mm -hmm. but real you know like yeah. In his prime when fans were like screaming and throwing themselves at him, but for everybody, you know, and I, I, I when you're talking about the sex, I'm like, I bet it's exactly like that story when they had the Olympics in Atlanta mm-hmm. and like not even halfway through the Olympics, they burnt through all the condoms that they ordered for the Olympic athletes <laughs> in their uh, Olympic village. <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah, it makes sense, man. You got like a group of you know, people that are like in the best shape of anybody in the world. They're like the top 1% of being in best physical shape of the world. Yeah. Locked up together. And they're probably like, like most of their childhood was probably spent training for the Olympics. And now it's like all my events first. Yeah. I'm going to go out there and win gold medal and then fuck as many people as I can. (laughs) Oh, jeez. I don't know. It seemed like there was definitely groupies and super popular, like oh. like you were saying, like they were like rock stars. Like I didn't, I didn't realize it because obviously I was a a little bit too young um, to see it. But yeah, no, it was definitely, um, it was definitely nuts. Like I didn't, like at that time I wasn't like, oh man, I bet those people were having sex all the time. But I just knew, <laughs> like they were everywhere. Like you know, morning news. Mm-hmm. cover of magazines mm-hmm. and as an adult it's like yeah that makes sense they were fucking all the time yeah 
Yeah, and it talks about the power struggle where they would tell like these gladiators, like, dude, like, we could get anybody to backfill you and write, you know, be the hero. So it definitely seems like some shady shit happened. So I think it might be a documentary worth watching. Oh. So it, when it come, when it eventually comes out on Netflix, so it's it's supposed to be coming soonish. Like I said, I just got the email, so it's probably within the next month at the longest. But yeah. it might even be out now, but maybe the beginning of the month. Who but knows? yeah, because I even remember like watching it. There was like one man and one woman gladiator that were like the most popular. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they fucking probably take the shit out of behind the scenes to get that position, <laughs> those positions. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's like, have you ever, you ever watch a, well, I can't think of the movie, it's an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, where he's like, that's based on the Stephen King book, where he's like the prisoner, that's like, basically has like Jesse Ventura, um, as like, the, like, they're all trying to kill him, basically, it's not Running Man, maybe, no, it is Running Man, you know, and so basically like, yeah, it's like that, it's like, the show that, it's the movie that inspired American Gladiators, because <laughs> it was basically that, but they actually killed each other. Yeah. <laughs> you know so like that they had like you know they released them it's like oh this guy's the weakest of the gladiators we'll send him out and see what he does and then it's like as the as they he killed the guys that they got progressively stronger yeah um but speaking of killing people getting i mean people getting progressively stronger sean <laughs> i finally got a chance to watch well not got a chance but got around because i had the dvd for a little while I got around to watching Creed 3. Oh, boy. So there was some drama and controversy behind the scenes. Basically, Sylvester Stallone was, like, sad-girling that, like, um, he wasn't allowed to play in his movie. He's like, this isn't a Rocky – like, they're taking Rocky out of the Rocky movies. And it's like, um, well, the title of the movie is Creed. It's not Rocky anymore, brah. And he's like, yeah, the guy, the producer guy is a piece of shit. And it's like, um, you mean the guy that you sold the rights to the movie for only in exchange for the, um, that you wanted to play Rocky? That's like, you sold it for like 36 grand in like the role of Rocky. Um, that guy, that guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> and so, so I'm going into this, like, all right, I already know there's like some controversy behind it. Cause it's like, you know, directed by, um, Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. And, um, it has the villain i forget his name but he's the new marvel villain he plays um kang the conqueror gotcha and that ant-man and then loki show so he's like going to be their new thanos gotcha um and he's fucking like i knew he was kind of big but he's imposing in this role yeah like just not just big but he's tall like he's huge you know both muscles and height so basically you know Watching this movie, I realized, you know, it makes sense that Rocky's not in this movie because they kind of wrapped up the Rocky story in Creed 2 because he fought Ivan Drago's son, Victor, Creed did. Yeah. You know, nobody he lost it, but then they wanted a rematch. Nobody wanted to train him, so, of course, he brought Rocky in, and Rocky and Ivan kind of made a peace. And then after the like, – in the closing moments of the movie, he went up to Canada and found his son and made peace with his son. Rocky did? Yes. Oh and it's like, okay, that's that's like the perfect wrap-up of the Rocky story. They wrapped Rocky's story up in Creed 2. And so this one is basically Creed having to deal with a mistake that happened in his past. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it coming back to haunt him and him like kind of not wanting to talk about his past anymore and his wife upset that she he's shutting down. And he's like, look, 
it's new to you, but I've lived this. I don't need to, you know, I'm trying to bury this, mm-hmm. you know? And she's like, um, yeah, that's probably not healthy, bro. Bro, you got to talk about Direct, it. Get it off your chest. Quote. No. But, um, I mean, it's the standard Rocky formula where, you know, he's down on his luck and then comes back and wins. Yes. And it's about the emotional battle in the middle and stuff. And so, man, Michael B. Jordan is so good in this role. The movie, the music, the choreography of the fight scenes. Um, they tell a story like, though, um, anybody who's new on set has to take a real punch. Oh, really? Yeah, kind of. So when he was like, they're talking about the story about when he was showed up to film the first one. They're I'm, like, I'm, the, yeah, we'll get... I'm playing the son. I'm only five years old. Come here, little kid. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're going to be at a boxer role, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that'd be funny, though. If Rocky's daughter, the girl that plays Rock, uh, Creed's daughter in this movie, who's like, you know, 10 ish and deaf. <laughs> it's a fucking soccer one. You want to be on this movie? You better take this punch. Yeah, take one for the team, man. But yeah, it's it's a really good movie. They do a good story, like wrapping it up. There's, I would say there's no reason to continue the movie, but you know, as Mr. Krabs would say, uh, money, money. We need ask, that uh, money. Ask the people that make the Fast and the Furious movies, <laughs> which is still my these favorite. These are terrible interview. movies. Yeah, we make like fucking bank on these movies that are coming out, whether you like it or not. Yes. My favorite uh, celebrity interview so far of the year is um, Michelle Rodriguez doing publicity uh, interviews for the Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah. And her lack of self-awareness and talking that um, that maybe Marvel needs to stop making so many movies and people are getting tired of their movies coming out and they're made too many. <laughs> I don't know. At least they're different superheroes. I guess. I well, guess. That, I mean, I they're superheroes now in their own way because you know they went to space and they launched a car out of a building and oh my god, bought a submarine in a car and shut up, man! It's so ridiculous. I mean, they need to, they literally need to wrap up the last movie with them like do recreating the stunt in Happy Days and jumping the shark. <laughs> so Donald came back and some weird ant like fucking digitalized media. <laughs> I'm back. Not Chris O'Donnell. Oh, the ghost. Oh, yeah. No. He's still alive. <laughs> and on NCIS. <laughs> I can't keep track of my Chris's. No. But yes. Well, they did. They do kind of bring him back in spirit. And in in like, not the new one, but the one before. Where like, yeah. they have like a family. Like he's, he, uh, his sister shows, his wife shows up, Dom's sister. But he's at home playing a house husband. He has to babysit the kids. He has to, you know, he's, he's keeping the kids. Yeah. And uh, including Dom's. It's like, yeah, our kids and your kid is with Brian. So he won't be in this movie because he's watching the kids at home. <laughs> and then at the end, they're like, you know, they do that typical like family dinner and there's like a table, a, a spot at the table empty. And they're like, so what's up with Brian? And they're like, oh, he, I just got off the phone with him. He's on his way. And then his car like pulls in the driveway and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. So awkward. So, it's like, we, we, he hasn't died in the movie, but so we can't uh, kill him off. But he's we can also here. can't put him in the movie because he's dead in real life. Yeah. Word. Super weird. <laughs> Super weird. Danny, it's that time of the, the season. Anime, 
spring animes are coming to an end and we're just weeks days who fucking knows away from the start of summertime animes so here's a couple animes i watched uh from springtime i'm not sure which ones you you uh kept up with but so this one was was a good this one i really liked um so and i know we've talked about it on the show quite a bit what yeah i uh went to watch it and you know High Dive being High Dive, it wasn't, like, it didn't show me what shows that I had watched, how many episodes I had watched, and I couldn't remember where I left off, and I yeah. didn't feel like starting over, because I knew I had watched some. Yeah. So I went ahead and decided to watch the other one instead, because I, I had watched enough to be able to talk about it, but not ha- know how it wrapped up. Got you. So, uh, Cuba Won't Let Me Be Invisible. This was a, uh, I'm, this is a, another uh, rom-com where basically the main character is just, you know, for whatever reason, is so plain. He's unnoticeable, and, like, people just don't realize he's there. Um, it even goes to the point where he tries to go into a store, and, like, the the uh, door, like, the automatic door opener doesn't even recognize that he's there. Um, so his classmate um, watches him, and... Um, kind of uh makes fun of them for it and they end up generally uh kind of falling for each other um they still uh the the only bad thing is is they don't ever make it to like the next step so i'm assuming this is because there's more chapters in the manga and which is just going to be either one another anime another season comes out to pick it up or two it just ends there and you have to read it to get like your happy ending that you want there was a lot of really good episodes um the second season was delayed because of covid issues and it kind of picked up in the middle of this season uh where the first season started and ended or the first half of the season started in the winter time um i really liked the last episode because it was a good um it was a good flashback of how they met. Um, but outside of that, like it was, it, it was a, it was really fun to watch. I was hoping for a little bit better of a conclusion, but I feel like that's with every Rome comms, like 80% of the time you don't get the conclusion you want to, <laughs> and well, you like have to kind of wait around. <laughs> especially if there's more of a story to tell. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of second seasons, they just, yesterday announced season two for oshinoki oh jesus this one's pretty this one has a lot of con that one has a lot of controversy on it you know when you talk about you mean all the incest shipping that's going on yes fucking to the because they're their brother and sister and somebody as somebody put it their brother and sister only in body but not in spirit (laughs) (laughs) are you watching that show i I stopped watching it right before I went to North Dakota. Gotcha. Um, haven't got back into it yet. Um, I was I was just gonna wait till they all finished. Um, and they are, but I was gonna start that, but then you sent me the one, and I almost uh, didn't watch the one and just finished Oshinoki. But I'm like, no, nah, I'm gonna power through. Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. No. So yeah, Kubo, pretty good. It's definitely on a high dive. You gotta deal with high dive shit, but 
it's definitely worth watching. Um, the it, it is, it, that has that is the worst of the streaming services. Yes, and, and of of anything, and you can't even like if you rewind the show, <laughs> you might as well just fucking switch to a new platform because it's not gonna fucking. <laughs> exactly. Um, the second one, the dangers in my heart. So so I uh go ahead. I was gonna say I want to. I started to watch this, and like. Partway through the second episode, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can deal with this little asshole, dude. He's fucking, like, super, like, in the beginning, he's, like, super edgy. He's, like, into, like, murders and stuff. And he's like, I want to kill everybody, but I want to kill her the most. Yeah, because she's, then, like, the popular girl and whatnot. Yes. And at one point, my I was watching it, and my wife walked in, and she's like, is this an anime where the girl doesn't talk, but the guy can, like, figure out what she's thinking and like <laughs> translate it for her and i paused and i looked at her and i'm like no How, why would you and then i looked at it and i'm like oh okay i could totally see why she would think that yes little main character guy and a big tall uh female with black character. long black hair yes yes i will say with dangers in my heart um, I agree, because it starts off really fucking weird. You're just like, what the fuck am I watching? And he's like, I'm just going to kill her and all this stuff. And then it's like, it goes into like, oh, she's not very, she's not too bad. Um, and then he's like, I don't understand like why I like being around her so much and stuff. And then he's like, and then he has like full, full circle of like, fuck, I like her. <laughs> so... There's a, and, and it makes sense the way they act towards each other because they're supposed to be in junior high. Mm -hmm. But the main female character is definitely not drawn like she's supposed to be in junior high. Of course. Which not. I guess is why she's a fashion model. Yes. But um, at one point, I was like kind of explaining the show to my wife, you know, that when she was like asked, you know, when she asked, is like, is this Comey can't communicate? But, you know, not directly. And uh, I was like, no, it's this and they're that and this is what's going on. And she's like, wait a minute. She's in junior high, and then <laughs> later on in the show, the the boy's character, the boy's sister, meets her and asks the same question. Wait, you're in junior high? <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some really funny parts. Um, they have a unique, uh, they have a unique relationship, uh, for sure. And um, no, I just. I th it was one of the ones I really look forward to watching like every Saturday um, when it was time for anime time. Um, another one, like I know that I, I've seen this in in the uh, in Google Books, so I know there's a, a, a manga out there for it. So it's like it's like the only thing about, I hate about like reading a lot of or watching a lot of these romcoms is like. Like, you only get, like, part of the story, and then you've got to, like, wait. Because it, it just doesn't, like, they don't ever, like, really satisfy, like, at the end of the season. Right. Because, well, because if they get together, then that's generally, like, either the end of the show or changes the tone of the show going forward. But, like, this one, it's definitely evident that they're in junior high with the way they act with each other mm -hmm. it's like why don't they just talk and it's like oh that's right they're in fucking junior high yeah. and you know this kid you know they kind of have one episode where they kind of explore his child like younger childhood 
you know, I was going to say his childhood, mm-hmm. but he's, again, he's in junior high. He's a fucking child. Um, but him kind of like being outcast and like he had two best friends and what happened to them and what happened after. And he was kind of a loner. So a lot of his like fears without him, his unspoken fears was because she's popular and a model that she doesn't, he doesn't want to like damage her reputation yeah. by the two of them being seen together. And it's like, and then he always has, you know, the, the, um, the visions of people reacting to her. It's like, why are you hanging out with that loser? Yeah. You know? Um, but the one thing I do respect about the show is they acknowledge that he rub he rubs it out to her. <laughs> like there was one point where she video calls yes. and they're visiting his grandparents' house and him and the sister have to share a room and she's like when she calls, she's just wearing like uh pajamas, like shorts and a tank top and stuff, yeah. and then she kind of leans forward and you get a good cleavage shot and he's like and then she realizes it and covers herself up and he's like in his head, he's like, I saw those titties and I can't do anything about it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh it's got some some weird parts like that, but I mean it's anime, it's gonna be a little funky. It's again, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's anime, so you got it's there's a lot less of anime bullshit in this one. Yes, definitely I would I would I would agree with that. Definitely not but, as much weird shit going on. At least that's but they do normal kind of, anime stuff. Right. Because, like, you kind of get, like, his point of view. So, like, the, like you kind of get, like, she's in her pajamas, but it's, like, it's not overly sexual, but he's a junior high boy. It's, like, it doesn't take much. Yeah. <laughs> Especially for a girl that you like, you know? Yep. And he always tries uh, to, like, he's, like, I got to break it up. Like, she's not, she's too good for me. And so it causes, like, weird griefs, like, in the start of the episode that they kind of overcome by the end of the episode right or the episode where she like um manipulated him into going onto a date because yes. she kind of likes him too but thinks that he doesn't like her because of how he's acting and he's you know again things that would be solved if they were older and talked but they're in junior high but um <laughs> but they go to like the pancake restaurant and yes. he's like realizes that he doesn't have he's like well i can't fucking afford to pay for this shit and he's and he's not even thinking about like asking her because he's like i can't do that that would be rude and so he's like i'll just have coffee i don't like sweets and then they bring the coffee and he goes to like add some sugar to it and he's like oh fuck i just told her i don't like sweets what do i do yes (laughs) and he's like he takes a sip of it he's like oh this is like sour bean soup (laughs) (laughs) or the part where he's um there's the one episode where he's sick Mm -hmm. and um the mom shows up and she's kind of outside the gate, like trying, like th- either thinking about going in or something, or just like knowing, like knowing that he's in there. Yeah. And the mom shows up and she's like, "Oh, what are you doing? Are you?" And she's like, kind of gets all embarrassed and stuff, and refuses to leave and just walks right into a hole. Yeah. <laughs> but then they do the callback later at the like at the end because on their date she goes to leave and she goes to turn around and stuff and he's like, "Hey, watch out for the pole." <laughs> <laughs> and then she like stops and has to like adjust to go around it yeah <laughs> uh, yeah man like i said i like i was like partly through like second episode and i'm like is he is, is he put this on this list so we can talk shit about how bad this anime is because that's what i'm about to do i'm about to go full you know my grandfather wants to molest me with magic show or whatever that was my grandfather's merlin <laughs> 
that show, oh, whatever. yes. Yeah. Uh, My grandfather's grandchild. Whatever, yeah, whatever that stupid show was. <laughs> I thought it was like that was going to be something like that, but no, it right. actually got really good. And there was, like you said, there was some good chuckle and laugh out loud moments. Yeah, it's definitely a weird episode. It's a it. The first two episodes are a little weird, but it definitely like picks up very quick. So there's plenty of more so animes wait. to review yes. too coming in the next couple episodes. <laughs> Before you wrap up, I have a question, Sean. What's up? Risky click, risky click of the day. I got a text from a random phone number. Oh boy! Apologize for any inconvenience caused by the package not being delivered according to the original schedule. To reschedule the delivery, kindly make use of the following link. Nah, bro. That's super risky. It's like, it's I'm not gonna get rickrolled. Yeah. Kind of risky. They didn't even bother putting who it is, saying it's USPS. It'd be FedEx because oh, the link yeah. is in the FedEx. It's in the oh, link, but got you. It's the the only thing that makes me think it's even semi-legitimate is outside of the the weird wording of the grammar. It's proper grammar, and it's there's no misspelling or random capitalization in the middle of the sentence. But I also have it set up where if I'm getting something delivered via FedEx, yeah. um, I get text messages officially from FedEx saying, hey, there's a package on your way. It's, it's picked up and it should be delivered on this date. Gotcha. So that's, but yes, it was just funny. Like, I just thought the wording of it was funny. <laughs> that's too funny. That's too funny. Yeah. So more anime coming up. I did read a new manga. So we'll talk about that next week because I forgot, I thought I sent it to you for this week, but nope, we're out of time, so it don't matter. Let's save you it for me next the, week. The uh, trailer and the brewery. That's all you sent me for this week. Yep. Basically. Terrible. All right, all right everybody. Make sure you follow us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcasts, and all those magical places. Instagram, Facebook, Untapped for Danny. You can see what he is drinking. Otherwise, stay safe out there.